So yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air. What's going on, everybody? It's the FNBA podcast. Uh, we're back. It's Kamish, and we've got Archie on the other line. What's up? What's going on? It's been a while. It has. I've, I'm Maybe kinda, like three months. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of getting like a deja vu feeling of us disappearing for a really long time and then coming back and being like, "All right, we're back." It's for not going to happen again. <laughs> yeah, we're, <laughs> we're back for good this time, for real though. The, this time we do promise that we will not take a break again longer than I don't know. Everybody needs a break every once in a while. We so. we are we got to treat ourselves to a break. Well, it's dark ages. I think what happened. Uh, and if there's any football players listening, not to put the onus on them, it was tough. <laughs> it was tough to get on here because especially we did we ended up being I don't know if that was ever the intention, but we ended up being so like football recap heavy where we could just talk about it. Uh, and basically, once we started kind of going on a hot losing streak, it just got like really tough and really frustrating. Yeah. But and then I think it's kind of. <laughs> The same thing that happens every year, and then we try and fill the void with other, you know, things going on at the academy. But at the end of the day, and we've said this from the start, is we we are very football centric. That's yeah. kind of why this whole thing started. So neither of us have like legitimate ties to the football team. We actually have ties to other teams. Yeah. So it's not like we are trying to be that devoted to only football, but we try to like branch out, and we still want to cover the other sports, and we enjoy doing that. But at the end of the day, you know. When the, when the football team is rolling and we're getting submissions all the time, it makes makes our job a lot easier. Yeah, and I think I think it's probably a lot like that for a lot of other people too. It's just like the most accessible, easy thing to watch because they're not really showing stuff. Like, although this weekend was pretty wild for uh, Academy Athletics because they showed uh, the men's and women's tennis team playing against Army. We beat them, the men and women did, which was huge. And then um, baseball played against LSU. Uh, yesterday and we are not going to talk about it so <laughs> so it, but it's still it's cool to see that i think i mean i'm sure those contracts were already secured and we're going to talk about it in a little bit but uh hopefully the air force academy's athletic department is going to be headed into like kind of a new direction with some of the new staff that we've hired uh namely the athletic director but uh it's been cool i i think another thing is that the expectation on myself was that we would come back and have a monster episode, but then I was just like, I don't know. It's hard to talk about stuff during the Dark Ages. And I can't just keep running through stories about Dooley Year, because this time Dooley Year was just like... I, I hated 40 Days. I don't even... Yeah. I don't, and remember the whole controversy throughout the... I don't remember exactly what it was for us, but there's the controversy whether 40 Days is on school days or whether the weekends count and that <laughs> whole business thing days you know the do holidays count yeah exactly so I, I actually i'm glad you brought this up because this might be a hot take and i'm, I'm just going to go with this right now we haven't pre-briefed any of this but the whole 40 days thing now i understood it in the past right every day one of the squadrons would do some type of spirit mission and the whole intent behind the spirit mission history wasn't to send up a piece of paperwork that got signed by 20 people. And then they approve you to, to hang a banner over the staff tower at lunch that says your squadron. Like it was the intent was to like mess stuff up and to be funny and to go like way out of your way to like legitimately without approval, put somebody's car on the hill or something like that. And now it's gotten to the point where you have to run everything up this chain of command and everything is so political about it. I don't. I, every time I see one of those spirit missions now, I honestly hate it. I'm like, all right, cool. You got approved to put a, a paper mache Trojan horse in front of Mitch's. That really is really bumming out everyone's day. Yeah. The point of a spirit mission used to be it was the chance for freshmen to haze the upperclassmen and permanent party. 
And right. they've definitely gotten rid of that. The other thing was, and this was a horrific trend, uh, and it might come back now that there's TikTok is becoming a thing, but it was kind of in that like YouTube and Vine era to where they would make a music video of freshmen dancing with their rifles and call that a spirit mission. <laughs> it's like, no, no, it's not. Dude, that's, yeah. you're, you're just, you're doing pull-ups to the cadence of TikTok by Catch's beat. <laughs> It's awful. You can literally plug and play one of about three different spirit missions. The first one is a music video, like you said, that they think that they're like putting on in the middle of the knowing. Uh, number two is you make some big, like I said, paper mache or some big construction thing that you put in front of Mitch's. So everyone sees it and giggles as they walk into lunch. Or number three. Uh, you like get one of the top brass of the academy involved in your spirit mission, so it's going to be super lame, and they're going to just like, you know, say something funny at, uh, at lunch. So, I'm I think I'm out on 40 days stuff until we can get past this and actually get back to doing funny stuff again. I am too, and I I think the other thing about it is that you're counting down to one of the worst weekends ever. And I'm not just saying that as a freshman, like it's an awful weekend for upper class. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being super negative about this and that's fine. It would be real, man. I, to it me, I'm real. just, I, I just don't want to celebrate it. I'm not like, let's, oh, yay. What, what are we going to do on our day? And uh, I don't know. Yeah. Some of them are incredibly lame. I haven't seen a good one, but I don't think, I don't think I've ever seen a good one other than like word of mouth from the nineties. Yeah. The 90s and the pre-cell phone era, as the black boots call it, the black boot <laughs> era. So, I don't know. But good luck to all the freshmen. That should be coming up pretty soon. I will say that the time, one of the best naps you can take is after, rec, like that first week after recognition is over and you're a dual biscuit and you can go back to your room and just pass out after yeah but class. you're, you're also in the this weird state where you think it's not over like you i remember still yeah. being a little paranoid like it takes like a month to walk outside your room and just be able to walk and be like all right i'm, a, I'm allowed to do this you know without dude they they for real brainwash you there they really do like the whole freshman year that you're you actually get brainwashed so uh it takes a little bit of time to undo that some people it never happens. Uh, some people will be making their hospital corners on their ami beds until they're in the nursing home. Married. I mean, yeah. it's just like you see, like when when a child gets kidnapped at a really young age, and then they're released or they they're they're found, but they still think that the guy who kidnapped them is like their savior and their god. Except <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't think dualies are really that attached to the upperclassmen. I think this is a, and I think that's a pretty small sample pool to pull from i I mean i don't know around i've seen like at least six different documentaries on netflix in the past week so it must be a pretty decent sample size yeah that's the trend man right now is a great time though to be at the academy i mean relative to other times because there is so much stuff that's coming out on netflix i remember when we were there everything was on tv and it like breaking bad was on tv and you had to watch it on cokeandpopcorn.com on co- yeah, and get with threatened honor hits. With, with honor <laughs> hits. And so now it's just like easy. All you got to do is just log into your parents' Netflix account or your ex-girlfriend's Netflix account. Yeah, that's true. And that's it. Um, so we're going to talk about some topics today. I, one thing I really wanted to do, and I wanted to dive in and talk about Behind Enemy Lines today, but we're not going to have that segment because all the news is either really depressing or it's just about our sister service academies excelling in sports. So none of those are really fun Both to talk about. Both of those are depressing. So Yeah, man. So we're going to uh we're going to skip that one. But the first thing we want to talk about and this just goes to show how long we've been out of the podcast game, but Air Force has had a powerhouse uh draft class. We have I believe the most three-star recruits we've ever had. Um we had a player turn down offers from Alabama, UCLA, uh, I want to say Colorado, Washington. Oregon, <clears throat> yeah, Washington. We had him. He's a tight end, I want to say, from Arizona. And then we had a safety out of, I believe, California, who's also coming. Um, but the weird thing about it is how everybody is able to talk to these recruits. 
and these recruits are allowed to post their feelings on Twitter. And I will, first of all, I have to say this is a complete aside from anything academy related. Uh, high school athlete Twitter is the worst Twitter. <laughs> it's all it is is just kids posting that they are quote blessed to receive their first college offer and it's usually from some garbage d3 team or something like that or preferred walk on to a community college and then it's just kids gassing each other yeah. up like hey i knew you could do it fam with like, like that lightning bolt so... emoji lightning bolt emoji fire 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 the other thing that i find weird yeah. is how like you every kid who visits a college they like put him in their gear and they have a photo shoot in in the gear yeah, it's I don't have a problem with it completely because when you do land your draft class, you automatically have pictures and you don't have to do that terrible hack job where you photoshop a like uniform on the kids a over their NFL team on a Johnny Manziel's Quinnipiac, Quinnipiac, whatever Canadian team he's on his jersey. Yeah, exactly. So at least they don't have to do that. But the problem with Yusafa is that they'll show these kids and a lot of them will have really long hair sticking out. <laughs> And it's like, what is that? Or you'll see just like a beard, like a or a mustache. It's like it looks like what it looks like when I did kid? create a player on NCAA, and I was, I had like a huge, really long blonde mullet playing for Air Force. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I will say, some of these kids in their uniforms, in their high school uniforms, look. It's a fact that if you long hair makes you faster or stronger, depending on what your position yeah, for is. Sure. If you're a big Viking-looking lineman. And you have that long, like, Norse hair. I mean, you're just automatically going to be stronger. If you have long hair and if if you have, like, dreads, you are that much faster automatically. So we're doing a disservice by making our athletes cut Yeah, we've hair. talked about that so before. I, yeah. I think we should bring, the wa- bring waivers back for the entire football team. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Navy SEALs grow beards. Why can't football players have long hair? I see no problem with that. This might... This might be showing my cards a bit too much here, but do you know how many? What is the stars out of on a recruit? Is it five? Five. Okay. Yeah. And the devil's advocate here, but like, I don't. Why are we so hyped about a three-star recruit? Why did he have offers from Alabama? Because we don't get five-star recruits. But he's a three-star recruit. But yeah. he just happen to have offers from other big-name schools. What do you think the star designates? It's just the star is just like they group you up and give you rankings based on your position. So, like, how many five star tight ends are there in the country? Uh, I don't know. Not that many. Probably like one, like ranked one through. See, I don't even want to throw out a number, but I know it's small, and they basically all go to either SEC schools or Big Twelve schools. Okay, fair enough. Or, or like Ohio State or Michigan. I was just curious. I didn't, I, I was unsure about where kind of where that lies. I, I think the fact that if you get if you're getting a star anyways, it means that you made noise because that means that someone has to care enough to rank you too. So that's just like a big big thing to me. Um, or it just means that like it, the I mean, it's, publicists in your town are close with the Max Preps guys or something. Um, I guess, but that would cheapen, like, the rankings, and people would catch on. Yeah, I guess so. Like, the colleges, I don't know. This We're going down a rabbit hole. But the point is that I wanted to make by bringing up the draft class is just how cocky some of them get on Twitter, and I love it. I personally think that if you're coming to a school to play football, you need to come in there with that hungry attitude, but you need to keep that same energy uh, all through spring ball i guess they're not there for spring ball but all through camp all through your first year when you're ultimately put down on the freshman team that's what the funniest thing is is what i saw and i'm not gonna name any names because i don't want to like call the kid out but someone commented on an article written written by like brett brigham or something and said we need to figure out air force's pass rush or something, and this high school kid, I don't even know if he's a class of 2019, he might have been class of 2020, comments and goes, don't worry, sir, we're real deep, we got, or we've got a lot of talent coming in that's going to fix everything or something, <laughs> and it's just like, dude, that is cocky beyond belief, 
but what cracks me up is just how they don't exactly understand how many of those kids are going to actually show up and will not suit up. Like, uh, see, so yeah. all right, I, I don't care. Like, this is our first episode. I gotta keep people coming back. Someone is going to be playing with, uh, I think it was Donald Hammond, but he's going to the prep school. And so he's saying, they were talking about how uh, the kid is going to be able to play with him once again, but I don't even think the years added up. Like, I think he's, Donald Hammond's going to be graduated before this kid actually shows up to the academy. Or maybe it was that Donald Hammond will be a senior when the kid's a freshman. So it's like, that's pretty presumptuous that he's even going to make the team much less start. But Well, everybody knows know. the it's prep school is like the practice squad. If you play well enough, you can just get pulled up. So More or less. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but this is just me being uh, mean to these kids. It's funny. Just how many of these kids are showing up and they're like, yeah, I'm the next big thing. And then they just get cut. <laughs> <laughs> well, they made it farther than either of us did in football. So mm, That is true. Um. But so anyways, so now moving on, uh, let's talk about Nathan Pine. So Nathan Pine has officially been working since the first week of January as the athletic director of the Academy already a breath of fresh air. In my opinion, uh, I've talked about it ad nauseum, uh, with different people before, uh, the, the year ended. And I think that there's just so much good that's going to come out of what's exactly happened. Uh, I'll give like a quick rundown. So basically what we've done in order to open up the search is and pay people is we used to have the athletic director position falling under the military side. And now we have it under the Air Force Academy Athletic Corporation, which is privatized. So that means we can pay them more. They have more leeway to spend funds. They can do whatever they, don't they have want. They to be lieutenant colonels. Exactly. Um, and we can pick people who have a real background in athletics and i mean i looked into it like the last few people that we've had had a great i think a passion for what they did and they had they were experienced individuals but not in what you needed for that position like hans mew uh dr mew he loved he loved air force athletics and he loved the football team but the bottom line was is he was i'm pretty sure he was a uh a logistics officer or intelligence officer and then he taught chemistry for like years and years and then he he picked up the uh, the position as athletic director, and and then after that we had the whole debacle with uh, with Sean Knowlton, and then we had the in, an interim AD for like a year, and we ran into all these issues with uh, in a, a Springs Gazette article about Coach Calhoun not talking to the media and how you know it's been an issue, and I think that this is going to just solve a lot of problems and he's already done great things in the media he comes from uh he's already worked at army he's worked at and he was most recently the ad at holy cross and what's great about that is he's just he knows how to spend funds and he's has experience with building programs yeah. up so think, what are some things that you want to see like i because th- i have mine but what do you well, want to see? just of? before i even get into that i think the biggest thing just from word of mouth what i've heard is that he's a he's a money raiser so he knows how to raise money, yes. which is huge. We can't just we can't yeah. just coast off of what is allotted to the the teams every year by the school. Um, but yeah. what I do want to see is I think like we've talked about a million times before. I don't like accepting mediocrity just because using the excuse that it's a service academy, so sports aren't that important. So I'd like to see him without even like pointing at programs or pointing at names, but if somebody's looking a little bit too comfortable and not putting up the records that they, that we expect them to put up that making the hard decisions and getting rid of people or changing things um, and not being afraid to do that because of what has been and what seemed to be routine. Yeah, I totally agree. And I mean, we'll just like kind of, I think the elephant in the room is really the football program, uh, especially with last year. I, and I think that the reason why, and I, maybe I'm kind of speculating here, but I feel like maybe Coach Calhoun felt like his hands were tied uh, with having the interim AD and not getting the support that he needed to really build a winning program. Now, I think the thing is, is that I can make excuses for him all day long. You can too. But this is kind of the year of reckoning, really, in that I think that the team is going to have to perform or he's going to have to answer to somebody because now he should have 
all the resources that he needs to to bring back the Commander in Chief's trophy, most importantly. And then on, other than that, at least hopefully have a winning season. So, uh, yeah, I think we'll see. Some of the things that I want to see is, I, I agree, I like the fundraising. And this is just kind of, this is maybe a step too far in that vein. But what I'd like to see is really improving the fan experience uh, overall when you come out. I mean, we had a huge issue with empty seats. And when you increase, when you improve the fan experience, when people enjoy going to games, they're more likely to get invested in the team, more eyeballs on on the TV, and that is going to grow basically people watching the game across the country, hopefully, and then we can improve our TV deals and stuff like that. And so that's something that I really love to see. And what I mean by improving the fan experience, we have in 2020 coming up, like literally next year, because it's it's the Winter Classic. Right? Actually, I don't know if it's Winter Classic. No, but it's one of the stadium series. So early 2020... Uh, we have an NHL game being played at Falcon Stadium, and it's going to be freezing cold, and that's the point. And so what are we going to do? Are we going to have people from the NHL coming in, and we're going to have people coming down from Denver to watch the game, and tons of people in the Springs? I mean, it's going to sell out. We're going to have them standing in the freezing cold to go get concessions and walking into the warm pee air into the bathroom, what is their, <laughs> what is their opinion going to be on the Academy? If they, I mean, it, it's just the, the bottom line is that the stadium's old. It's antiquated. Yeah. We got the new scoreboard. That's nice. But the, the inside of the stadium is really a problem. I think the outside, uh, we've had a lot of fun and good success in our own right in doing our tailgates, but it's not paved. It's not flat. I think that there's just like a lot of room for improvement that can be done. And I think if he can do something like that with the infrastructure, and I mean, don't even get me started at on, you know, like Clune Arena and stuff like that. I think that they need to maybe make some space for that, improve the seating, get more seats, because those games sell out in like a second. So those are just some of the yeah, things that I'd like I think, to see. I think what would be cool is, and it's always going to be lacking a little bit more than, than, than your normal big school because this obviously them the, the students being cadets and not being able to drink and having to having to go to the games and having to go to their tailgates or whatever that's always going to be a factor unless something drastically changes but i think it would be really cool and i think we kind of have it but if i say this little no, name here no one's even going to know what i'm talking about if i say falcon alley so it's like yeah like what is old miss old miss has the grove i think it yeah. is it's just this area that everybody tailgates at and parties if we could establish something like that, that is kind of built into the, it's really cheap in what you buy, and maybe you don't even get to, you know, space is limited to how many cars are there, but we kind of designate a spot in the stadium where people are going to actually be able to have a good time, so it's not spread out over a hundred acres. I think that would be really good to actually draw people in to want to go. So it's kind of more like a party beforehand, rather than just everyone doing their own little thing spread out over God's green earth right there. Yeah. Well, hopefully, the I think, hopefully, as long as there's kind of a discussion that can happen with Nathan Pine, I think that'd be a good thing. I've just seen what he's done so far in the media with some of the speeches and the support and even just small stuff. Like, it's really the small things that matter when you're in a position like that. Tweeting out smaller sports uh, that might not have gotten as much recognition versus just calling out, like, bigger sports and, and self-interest. Um, and... I really think that letting cadets, getting cadets more excited, and not, it's not, see, it's stupid to incentivize. I don't, I don't like incentivizing cadets to go to games, and, and also, I'm kind of talking out of, like, out of nowhere anyways, because, you know, we haven't been there in a while, so I don't know exactly what the culture is, but I think incentivizing cadets in that, oh, we're going to give out Chick-fil-A if you go to the track meet is not the right thing to do, but once again, make it a good experience for the cadets as well, and really, and allow them, like, if you're going to be scheduling a one o'clock lacrosse game at Falcon Stadium. Either don't do silver training then, or make it so that way cadets can do, go if they want to, and they can either make up the training. I don't know, but these are all things. It's just like there's definitely a gap, and I think that that also causes problems with the fabled Tizo gap. But that's probably a conversation for another day. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So welcome Nathan Pine, uh, officially from us. I don't. I know he's probably a big fan. He probably went back and listened to all of our old episodes to get ready for the job. <laughs> probably. It'd be smart. Him and Mrs. Pine cruising up to 
cruising up to Denver. Um, okay, so we'll, we had Hundreds Weekend. It is Hundreds Weekend, but we're going to talk about that in Soup's List. So this was a dumb thing, but I, I'm going to put on my conspiracy theory hat. So Takashi69, uh, the rapper, he's the guy who looks like a, a human Skittle slash a human, like, Troll. human herpy. I don't know. He he basically got arrested for some pretty serious stuff, but uh, he was offered a plea deal that if he cooperated with uh, prosecutors and federal agents that he would be given a lighter sentence, and supposedly he has cooperated so much that they are going to let him walk free, and he's actually going into the witness protection program. So... The big question is, where would you send Takashi 69 if he's going into a witness protection program? You can't just send him to Boca Raton with a big 6'9 tattooed on his face. You can't send him down there, and you can't send him really anywhere that he isn't going to be recognized by at least somebody. He, can you imagine like walking into Walmart and you see Takashi 69 with just like a mustache <laughs> and like a regular just crew cut? And then a pair of <laughs> and a pair of like fake glasses on, like are you to I could see are you Takashi six yeah, nine? No, 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 sir. Yeah. So what my theory is that uh, what better place than to send him to Usafa? And I know that the issue is that he has the big the tattoo on his face, but you could always do you could do something like maybe tattoo it all in so it just looks like some kind of I don't know skin yeah. pigment change. If he always if he always wore. Like the face paint that you wore at, um, whatever it is, ESET? Yeah. That'd be a way to do it. Also, he t- clearly does not tolerate those among him who lied, cheat, or steal. That's true. If he turned everybody in. So, sounds like he'd be a good candidate. Yeah. What do you think, not to, what do you think he would excel at in Jack's Valley? Um, you know, they're like, you, I, I feel like honestly, during basic. You don't even have to be able to be good at the exercises if you're just the one that's really loud when they ask you to do the chants or that's whatever. That's true. So he could just be really, like, all the screaming he does, he could just be really loud doing Schofield's quote, and they'd be like, oh, this, this guy's really motivated. He can't do push-ups, and yeah. he walks kind of funny. But I think he could be good at the assault course because I think that was one of the charges he got charged with. <laughs> so if you're going to go through a yeah, course... Yeah, different kind of assault, I think so. Yeah, if you're going through a course where you practice assaulting, I mean, he's already he's already got it down. I also think yeah, that's true. What's some other stuff? Um, I think Yusuf would actually be a great place because majority of cadets are about twenty years behind on pop culture. Yeah. So they probably wouldn't even know who he is. Yeah, exactly. And then you have that whole phase where he you go through. Uh, he could just say he's a prior. He kind of looks like a like a prior. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? I don't know. Don't a lot of priors. Like I don't know kind of older no he's only 22 he makes the cut too i think he might have a tough time with the drug test but yeah and the criminal history well that too but then that means he just can't like that means he just won't be able to get a secret security clearance but uh you only really well i guess he he, that's actually in his favor because he dodged missiles so that's true well (laughs) the question is, is could he live on a cadet paycheck Hmm. That might be tough. I don't think so. What would be funny though is if they let him keep everything that he had. So you know how he has like the diamond uh, multicolored grill, and he has all of his chains and stuff like that. Just if he just gets to keep it all and just see how it looks by the end of his yeah. time at the academy, <laughs> his grill's just got like one tooth on it. He's pawned all of his stuff oh. to pay for lavish weekends in Denver. There's there's enough yeah there's enough pawn shops on the way up there that. Yeah, exactly. Easy trip. So everyone keep their eyes out. Um, Takashi 69 going into witness protection. If he shows up and there's uh, some guy who calls himself Shiitake 420, <laughs> then, you know, it could be him. You heard and, it here uh, first. And be, be sure to tell him about us and tell him to listen to the podcast. Maybe we'll have him on. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do a couple segments. So the first one that we had was FNBA rule change. Um, this is... And see, now we're starting to get to the point. I think we might have to get new interns because our interns are uh, graduating. Uh, congrats to them. 
And so we need to get on the inside because I am like forgetting everything. We need somebody to send us a copy of the CSP. But the one th- see and also this this rule change has to do with minutes. I'm wondering, do they even call minutes anymore? I feel yeah, like I they'd know. be seen as degrading or something. We could get called out for like not knowing that they don't use Camus anymore for leave, like that whole fiasco. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, so FNB a rule change. Freshmen should have to call useful minutes because as an upperclassman, I, I'm not going to say that I hated minutes more than freshmen did because minutes are the worst. But I think that they should call stuff that I actually care about. And some of the things that I was thinking, uh, instead of calling out what the, the menu of the day is when they're making it up, saying what juice it is, it was never the juice that the freshmen said. They would say it was orange. I'd show up and it's strawberry banana smoothies. No, yeah, it's like why? Why did I even show up? I came here for the orange juice. Yeah, exactly. But I want to hear them call like money lines and spreads for that night's game. How would that be? You know, you wake up in the morning like it's a Thursday. Oh, Green Bay minus ten. <laughs> it's a wide spread for the NFL. Uh, then maybe like drink specials in Colorado Springs. That'd be nice, sir. Two for one pitchers at the Thirsty Parrot. Like, that would be great. That's stuff you actually need to know. Yeah. If I could have, I would like them to, if they are going to do a schedule, kind of throw an asterisk in there and tell me if the briefings are mandatory or if they're taking attendance, you know? That's a good like, one. all call in Arnold Hall at 12, they're not doing a CAC scan. Throw that on there. That way I know I can skip it. Yeah. And just, yeah. So call those out. Well, if you're trying to go the extra mile and make uh, recognition easier for yourself, then we're just giving you, we're giving you little nuggets here and there to help. Yeah. Oh god. But again, we don't even know if you do this anymore. So. Yeah. Recognition is so weird. Remember oh, the worst. Did you have to go through it? Yeah, I did. You remember that feeling? Because it doesn't start, and we're gonna get somebody writing in. Please do not ruin this for the freshman. We got that last year. <laughs> we said something so benign. We said something like. We said like hey, they do push-ups. Yeah, we were like, "Hey, yeah, you're gonna, uh, you're gonna be like working hard this weekend." They were like, and then, and then the kids were telling us like what recognition means to cadets, and I'm just like, "Dude, I did it. Like, I get it." He's like, "It's such a special time in these kids' lives." Like, yeah, we're not. Yeah, once I again, away that... with zero extra prop and wings. How do you think I feel about it? Yeah, what? I... Ugh, it's so frustrating. Kids, whatever. Um, what were we even talking about? I don't know. You're talking about how weird it is. Yeah, but do you remember how it starts uh, after seventh period? And so if you don't have afternoon classes, you just have to sit there awkwardly and just, and just be waiting. And then they'll I think just I just waited up. in the library. Yeah, I think I think you and space. I think you and I did. Yeah, I think we were all there, and it was just kind of like, well, see ya. <laughs> Not a great feeling. And then after that, I don't think I went to the library for the rest of my time. I think that was no joke the last time I was in the library. I think that's kind of like, I saw some of the librarians crying. So like, I'm not going to see anybody for three months. Yeah. <clears throat> um, actually, no. Well, then you go back one more time to order your ring. And you're like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> they changed the lighting in here or something? And to show your parents around when they show up. <clears throat> yeah. Parents weekend. Um, is there anything that you would want called? So you already said, do you have anything else for the FNB rule change? Um, no, no, I don't think so. I think that's pretty much it. Okay. So the next one we're going to do... I prefer they just don't do it so they don't wake me up and I don't want to be woken up. But Yeah, oh, that's the other thing. Push it back. I need, I need five minutes to get ready in the morning. If they push yeah. it back to like five minutes before I'm walking out the door, that's perfect. Instead, they do it an hour and a half. Because Which the reason why is because that's supposed to be personal development time. But while I'm doing is personally, <laughs> personally developing good sleep habits. Yeah, I mean that's important. Yeah. All right. So up next we have spoken like a true cadet. It's the segment where we take uh, things cadets just say the darnest things, and we just take what they have to say, and um, make fun of it. Yeah, we just make fun of it. So spoken <laughs> like a true cadet. Uh, one of my favorite quotes is that, oh, it's a le- it's a lot better when you get into your majors classes is when people talk about the academy. And that's just not true. No, and I think not. about it, and you and I both had relatively easy majors. And 
it's just not true at all. It's just the stress level just changes. And maybe you're not going to a department that you're not familiar with. Maybe you get to know some of the professors better. But no, it doesn't get any better. I think those quotes are <clears throat> developed around the assumption that you enjoy what you're studying. Yeah. Like, I, like, I, I couldn't be speaking for, you know, just myself here. But I think the vast majority of people pick a major based off of, like, what they think they can put up with but not necessarily what their passion is, you know? Like, I was thinking back the other day, I legitimately think if I didn't go to college, it would not have any effect on what I learned about my major. Like, I don't think I really learned that much that I couldn't have learned just by looking stuff up and watching YouTube videos. So it's like, you're. it doesn't get better with majors classes. One, because now everything's so specified and the whole majors GPA thing comes into effect where yeah. they expect you now you're being not only judged based off a thousand people in your class but you're being judged under a closer microscope of like the hundred people in your major or 50 or whatever and yeah. then you still have to take like engineering if you're a fuzzy major so it's ridiculous what i learned is how much stuff i will never know basically so I went there and I learned that I will never know what a home and transfer is, but I know it's a thing. I know it exists. Yeah, I know the words. Same thing with all the chemistry, like chem one and two. It's also, you just go into oh survival gosh, mode. Dude. Yeah. I think that's what it is. It's survival mode. Like they teach you how to survive sitting in a classroom and, um, dude, I was, stuff. I was thinking the other day about, I couldn't even remember the word initially, but derivatives. Oh yeah. Like I, I don't even remember. It's just like taking a form formula, a formula, and turning it into another formula, right? Mm -hmm. Essentially. Mm -hmm. But like, if you put a derivative in front of me right now, I would couldn't tell you the first thing about it. You know what's crazy is that there's a select group of cadets and graduates and just people in society who have they not only know what all those things are derivatives and Hellman transfers, they not only know what those are, but they know applicable uses for them in everyday yeah. life and how to use it and that is so impressive those people are the backbone of society so that way like while i was struggling to understand exactly why i was plugging in stuff into raptor to make my little game <laughs> there are kids who are making it possible for me and archie to spew our absolute turd of a podcast on the internet so it's so true and that's that's really the best part like we we got to all we got was front row seats to watch really smart people learn yeah and hopefully you got those front row seats during group projects but if you didn't you literally just sit around and stare at each other until there's like <laughs> the day before the test and then you ask your friend how you do it oh man dude yeah they need to have stricter standards for who they let in because it like, should think, not have been us thinking about taking electrical engineering right now I wouldn't even know where to start. Couldn't tell like, you. you there's couldn't positives tell you and negatives, and if when I plug something into a wall, it typically works. You know how uh, people, like, you kind of think about it a lot in sports, like, yeah, if you, you'll see a golf shot, or you'll see somebody go back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back home runs. You're like, yeah, they, they, they did that, but they couldn't do it again. That's exactly how I am. Like, yeah, I made it through, but if you sent me, if you sent me back, like, straight back through the academy, like on the academic side send me back through all my classes and i got to just completely do it over i don't really think i would do any better than i did the first time no and like i i don't think i would have a higher gpa i almost think like the butterfly effect was just in our favor yeah. like if on on uh m20 freshman yeah. year and i i took a left and got a muffin instead of just going straight to class that could have been the difference in me failing out 100 percent. actually knowing <laughs> well no but knowing us like if you didn't get that muffin because you probably got the muffin oh i 100 percent did and then i yeah. chilled by l2 or whatever it was yeah um <laughs> oh my god that's so funny yeah it's uh it's pretty interesting but shout out to all the the smart people who are killing it like that uh I can't even remember her name now, but the girl who we we messaged a little bit to tell her like congratulations last year when she graduated uh, from Oxford, I believe, with her uh, PhD in something that I I don't even think I can pronounce it right. That is absurd. And yeah. what was the difference? Like she was in the same class as us, and she was a Rhodes Scholar. Like, I think it's insane. IQ that's got to be the difference. Yeah. <laughs> Who know. knows? Though? You put her in the podcast, Mike, and maybe she crumples. So, 
You know, it's true. We're the best in the game. I I will say I think we're one of the uh, I think we're probably the best Air Force Academy podcast out there. How many are there? Two. I don't even think there's another one. What about uh, Air Force Hockey has one? Do they? Yeah, they have. Uh, I forget what it's called. The flight path. Yep, the flight path. Yeah, but we're just Air Force Academy in general. I didn't know that they had a podcast. Uh, but. I don't know. I think we're just in terms of all around Air Force Academy. I think we are the best. I'd throw us at least in the top fifteen, top top ten percent. All right, that's fine. Yeah, we'll give us that. Um, yeah. So that's spoken like a true cadet. So, oh, there was something else actually. And you know what? On conversely, what people do is people will just say the stuff that try that to make you feel better because then you'll get to your somebody else will ask and they'll just say, well, how were the the core classes freshmen sophomore year? They'll just say, oh, those were just easy. You know, they're just core classes that everybody has to take. So I'm like, so everybody's sitting around here. You know how the whole thing, like, if you if you say something and you kind of look or if, if somebody's pointing somebody out and you look around the room and you can't find the person that they're talking about, it's probably you. Like, yeah. that's how idiots are. Like, definitely. definitely yeah, and just while we're giving advice to duelies out there, and they, I guess they are pretty much done with their dual year, but don't. I was a big, I think we were both uh, big fans of digging ourselves into a whole freshman year. Oh, yeah. And then, like, it's not going to get easier because you're going to get more privileges and the classes aren't going to get any easier. I promise you that. So just at least try and get like that mid two, 2.5 ish is a sweet spot. And then that gives you 0.5 to to lose over the next three years. So that's all the buffer you need. Don't do the 2.1 and then have to build that up to a 2.5 because that's that's an uphill battle. Yeah, because there are kids, and you'll hear the success stories, especially if you have to go to an ARC or anything like that. This kid had a 1.7 his his first semester and then ended up graduating with a 3.0. That is true, but that is such a small population. Those are the like Elon Musks of the world who they have to work way harder than I ever would have been willing to. So. Yeah. Shout out to those people, but that's that's a very small group. So if you're sitting with a 1.7, uh, work harder because it won't, yep. definitely won't get easier. All right, last thing we're going to talk about, we're going to do a soups list. Uh, if you don't remember what a soups list is, it's our top three. You have to get a top, what is it, top 10% in military, athletics, and academics to get a soups list. So we're going to pick our top three of a certain subject. Today we're doing 100s night decor. We haven't, actually, you know what? I have noticed we get submissions uh, for certain things that just everybody submits to us. Obviously, during football season, people submit a lot of stuff to us. Uh, during 60 days, we get a ton of people doing dually pours measured with knives with their beers on 60 days. Um, we get a lot of people in our gear. But I don't I don't know if we've gotten a ton of like hundreds nights rooms. So, but we always see them on stuff. But I think literally right now is when the cadet wing is getting back. So all the firsts you're checking out their rooms. Uh, you're probably not listening to it on Monday night. So, uh, but regardless, it's a pretty cool thing for some people. I personally don't like the cleanup thing, but <laughs> we're going to do a uh, hundreds night decor. What do yeah. you got? All right. Uh, you want to do, what are we going to do? Snake draft? Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that doesn't work with two people. So yeah, we'll so go it's back, just back and, and forth. forth. Back and forth. <laughs> All right. My first one's more of an idea than a room. Uh, I feel like every year you hear, you don't actually ever see it, but you always hear of a dually and like typically the squadron that's across the terrazzo from you that just goes above and beyond and essentially accepts the fact that they're going to get kicked out or get seriously reprimanded to have a good room. Yeah. Like my freshman year, it was like some kid ordered two strippers. And yep. apparently they were in the room when the guy got back. And then it just escalated from there to where, like, the strippers are running out of the building and something else happens. And you never actually see it. There's no picture evidence or anything. But you just have to you have to appreciate the fact that this kid, either he's an idiot and just didn't think he would get caught or accepted the fact that he's going to get in trouble and when it, like, strippers or, like, did little people for hire or something like that. Yeah. That's always a classic one. Again, yeah, I don't even, I don't think that actually happened, but I have 100% heard that rumor as well. Uh, always. It's just like, so and so got strippers, which is cool, but uh, I don't know. 
I, I think that the people who are willing to do that just think that they're not going to get in trouble. Yeah. I think they think it's just going to be a funny story. And then they get they end up like getting in huge trouble and they're like, no way. <laughs> you know that you know that Pikachu meme? Have you seen that where Pikachu says or something says something it's yeah. like when when cadets get a stripper for I try and steer clear of all cartoon memes for the most part. Except SpongeBob. We did, did some we? SpongeBob's. We did. did. Alright, well I'm gonna get to mine. Um <laughs> My first one is uh, farm animals. Ooh. Kind of in line with the same thing, but I think that's hilarious. Um, if you can, somebody can get farm animals in. Um, once again, just a lot of effort. You, you have to either really, really like somebody or really, yeah. really hate somebody uh, to do it. So, um, all right. But nice, nice go. <laughs> it's funny. I mean, you just have to have some type of way to get rid of it. What you need is you need an animal that you can eat. So like get a get like a pig some lobsters. And just after you're done, yeah. After you're done, like oh, you gonna take him back to the old farm? Nope, <laughs> taking him to Mitch's. Why do you think the fire is burning down in the uh, in the quad there? All right, yeah. Take get a few chickens, bring it down there, and be like, hey, can you strip these bad boys <laughs> up for me? Like yeah, we typically deal with them in the frozen fashion, but all right. My next one is. Uh... When they would like assemble something massive inside the room, like somebody like reassembled an entire car in somebody's room, and it's That's just awesome. like that has to be the worst. Like, what the hell are you going to do with that? Yeah. Because I'm certainly not helping. If I was a freshman, I'm not going to help clean it up after I did all that. So, I think that's pretty yeah. funny. You walk back and there's like an entire Honda Civic in your room. It's like, what the hell do I do now? Yeah, that's that's actually really good. It'd be sweet though if it was something. If it wasn't, well, I guess if it was your car, then it's kind of a pain. But if it, what if it was something really cool, like yeah. a Tesla, and you get a free Tesla? Like freshman, where'd you get that? Um, my next one is going to be something involving glitter. I think anything that makes and it's a, what's really great about this. It's too late now because I've already done it. But if you could especially do it to the Stanny Val kid oh, or something good. like that, it's great because then you're just setting them up yeah. to fail Amy's, and that's. Funny. I like that too. I like that one. My last one, uh, personal favorite of mine, is when uh, the senior deadbolts their door and makes sure nobody has any access to it. That way, you don't have to clean anything up when you get back. Yep, that was me. <laughs> I did the same thing. Yeah, my I was a I think I was a flight commander, and uh, everybody everybody was asking like, "Can we do your room? Can we do your room?" I was like, "Absolutely not." <laughs> I'm going to be hungover and not in the mood. Yeah, so that that was my personal favorite. That's also how I tended yeah. to well, decorate the upperclassmen's rooms. So it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, here you go. We uh we borrowed your car for the weekend. Got Chick Fil A. You want anything? <laughs> yeah. That's actually that's gonna be my last one. My last one is gonna be the best decoration is. Uh, a clean room and a Chipotle burrito yeah. on the valet. Well, that's the I'm irony right. behind it. Is uh, wasn't the idea that if you didn't like somebody, then you Sammied their room? I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, dude, Sammy <laughs> yeah, like, thank you. Yeah, Sammy <laughs> And I remember, but I remember the first time I heard that I was a freshman, and the upper class we said it was like a junior, and he was very solemn about it. He was like, "There's no greater <laughs> offense to someone than to Sammy their room." Like, yeah, it sounds like a lot of work. I, you know what happened was the first guy, the first class where they started doing that, the guy who was like the asshole of the squad, like spread that rumor just to get his. Or his he was clean. the guy that was like pushing it on the freshman that they have to have something funny in his room. And like, all right, screw this guy. Yeah. Can you imagine though being a freshman and actually samming a room and being like, we're going to get him so good. <laughs> it's like, eh, no, you're just a cleaning service. Yeah never understood that yeah so what'd you guys do well we we Here's did the we most did. offense we did his lawn we did his laundry first we dusted the entire place next we made the tightest hospital corners you've ever seen yeah hey check the mirror no smudges and we, we updated the form about what he was missing because he forgot a few things <laughs> <laughs> and we called his mom told her that he loved her oh man Lord. All right. Well, uh, yeah, this was our first episode back uh, in a while. It's funny because 
it's we don't get any feedback. We get good numbers on the podcast, but we get no feedback. And then we go away for a little bit and take a little break and we get DMs and comments on Instagram posts like, yo, when's the podcast coming back? Dude, tell us you yeah, like do it. Do us a favor and freaking what? can you guys review this thing on Apple? Yeah, like, subscribe. When we first launched, we actually cre- we got into the one of the top. I forget what the top it's was. Top, we were, uh, like the 40 top Air Force 50th. Academy satire podcast. I think we were in the top, top yeah. five for that. Top five, yeah. There's a few people over at the uh, CCLD run well, podcast. But what were we in? You're about to pump our tires a little bit. I don't remember, but it was we got some kind of ranking, and then there was a few companies that asked us if we wanted. It wasn't companies directly asking us if we wanted to run their ads, but it was ad agencies telling us that if we pay them five hundred dollars to their Nigerian bank account, that they would get us money back. So it was pretty that cool. Seems legit. Just some cool guys. Yeah. Um, but last thing that we always do, so we said earlier uh, we like hearing cool minutes, so let's talk about some good minutes. So our minutes this week is that you can go to where, Archie? Uh, a little search bar action. You go to fastneatbelowaverage.com. The trick is you're going to want to spell average A-V-G. So we're making your life a little bit easier, a few less words, a few, few less letters, rather. <clears throat> fastneatbelowavg.com. Honestly, we haven't. We still have a bunch of good stuff in there. Uh, obviously, flags. We have um, challenge coins that double as bottle openers and shotgun p- hole punchers, which is pretty cool. And uh, we're yeah. gonna have some new stuff up on the site soon that we're pretty excited about. So, yeah. Also, it's uh not in Colorado necessarily, but it's gonna start getting warm pretty soon. It's gonna be golf season. It's gonna be uh, sailing season, yachting season. It's gonna be just that time of year where you wear a nice pair of shorts, maybe a little polo. You want to tuck it in, maybe some pastels, colors. Uh, we have a very cool needlepoint belt, and it looks a little pricey, but the thing is handmade. It's high, high quality. Uh, we did pre-orders back in the fall, but we are getting kind of low on the inventory. So if that's something that you would be interested in, it's very classy. And the point of it was so that way it's not just like a tailgate piece. It's actually something you could wear. That's a little understated. Go check that out. Um, other than that, thanks for following us uh, and listening and subscribing. And let us know if there is anything that you would like to hear on the podcast or if there's and any we, guests you want to hear. Hopefully, we gotta bring, we'll bring yeah, we guests will. back. And sometime. we will be back next week. Yes, we will. See ya. Peace. So, yeah, I can be a pilot at the Air Force Academy. I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit. You have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you got to compete. Welcome to Thin Air. Yeah, yeah.